Welcome to the Broski Doodles podcast, the best podcast in all the world. It's Kiko Flo, Kiko Cervantes. You okay? Chef Maurice, uh, rocking the white socks. I want to get to it right away. Right away. Do you drink? Are you a heavy drinker? Not as heavy anymore, no. Okay, but you still... Dabble. I still dabble. What's your go-to but drinks? Right now, I'm doing... Well, not right now, right now. But in general, I'm doing uh, a beer and a shot of whiskey. Okay. Scotch? Scotch. Or, or American? Okay. No, important to know some people like the American bourbon, which is fine. Um, the reason why I ask, alcohol, right? It's a very particular substance that plays a very large role in our society. We've actually only became sort of faced with the reality of social drinking in the last 200 years. Alcohol is a very new thing. So what you see today, right, like the bar cultures and the way that we handle liquor in most countries is actually very civilized and very modern. 200 years ago when alcohol was still, um, you know, early in the social sort of ladder, it was a little bit more brutal. Like drunk people would do crazy shit. Now you expect people to behave more with liquor. But it's still a very crazy substance. And it's still a substance that causes controversy because at the end of the day, it does put you in a certain situation. You know, even if you're dealing with nice people, nice drunk people are annoying, right? You notice this if you're not drinking and you're like at a bar or something, you're like, wow, this is fucking so dumb, right? Now, the reason why I say this is because I recently saw a documentary where they showed a city called Ocean City. And it's like around New Jersey. And it's a city that never got rid of prohibition, right? So as many people know, back in the day, they outlawed alcohol, right? And that's how you had like Al Capone and different criminals that would... Um, traffic alcohol and sell it illegally you would have speakeasies where people would drink illegally etc and actually that's how like cocktails came to be uh, the the bathtub gym that they were producing in the days where prohibition was in in place made it so that they, they produce very shitty liquor and to hide it you had to sell it with like very sweet mixers and that's how cocktails uh, came to be that's like the history of cocktails uh, but but yeah so In any case, this city, Ocean City, there came a time when the U.S. decided to make alcohol legal again, as we enjoy today, right? If you're over 21. In Ocean City, they said, nah. <laughs> and it was the women. It was the women that sort of got together and they said, look, all this town is becoming drunk. They're fucking up everything. It was religious women. So, I mean, that adds a little bit more to it. But it's funny because in the documentary, it is true. Like, part of me says, oh, boring, no beer, no nothing. But when you look at it, you're like, a, a town with no drunks does make things better. Even if you can't drink. Now, does that mean you can't be on other things? Wink, wink, edibles? I don't know. <laughs> but at least the fact that people aren't getting fucked up and getting drunk, I, I think that makes the town, and, and in the video, the town look a lot nicer. By the way, I saw this on Channel 5 News. I just want to give credit. 
um, it's not an actual like news station. It's more like this guy that has mm -hmm. that name, but he does like document. It's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, what do you think about this? And uh, did you even know that this existed in the U.S. like towns? I didn't know. I didn't know it existed. Sounds fun <laughs> for like a bunch of religious people. Yeah. <laughs> It's literally like, what's this place called? Like Coney Island in New mm -hmm. Jersey, I think is where it is. New York, I think. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's like that, but with no liquor. So mm. it's a lot like nicer. Like people are just like, it's very family oriented. You can actually okay. go and like, I mean, obviously you can go take vacation there, but it's actually a very known spot for people to vacation in. I mean, you compare it to that. Like Atlantic City, I've never been, but I hear it's like the filth of the earth, like hell. Like that's where like the scum of the earth is. Maybe I'm just talking shit. You know, like where the casinos are. Yeah, yeah. Do you so, know? Do you think that this? Do you think that we look at drinking differently because? So think about it this way: every time you travel, you go to new parts of the of the world. The first thing they offer you is like a, a all-inclusive alcoholic beverage, right? You pay a certain amount and you get all the drinks that you want. But there, there are a certain number of countries where drinking is not allowed. Yet they make some exceptions for the Westerners. Right. And the evilers. The evil, the, the evil empire. Yeah. Um, what I'm trying to get to is, is it normal for us? We see it wrong when people not drink, right? Yeah. When we see a town like this, the, like the one that you're mentioning, that, that has still pro prohibition laws. And we, we look at countries that don't drink like very weirdly. Right. It's, it's. Well, it's a Western thing, but do you think that, because like, for example, when I went to Portugal, when I would go to these convenience stores that you have everywhere in Europe and everywhere in the world, pretty much, each place has its own like little nationality. Like in Spain, it's a lot of Chinese people, but there's also Pakistanis, Pakistanis, right? In Portugal, it's Bangladeshis, and, and I think it has to do with their religion. They don't sell alcohol in these little shops. And these are the shops that you go to buy alcohol at 11 in the evening when everything else is closed. And it kind of bothered me. And again, this is just me, you know, talking friend to friend, even though we're broadcasting. It bothered me that they didn't sort of cater to the Western vices. Like here, we drink liquor and we don't give a fuck. So you sell me the fucking beer at, at 11 in, in the evening. Everything okay there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just got a little excited because, so I guess what I'm trying to say is that, yes, we're normally bothered by people not drinking. And and it seemed weird. Like when you go to a bar and, and there's someone who's not drinking, it's like, this bitch is weird. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I don't trust you. Yeah, but yeah, then I mean, you need a, it's, you it's need a, a designated it's a, driver. It's, yeah, it's a typical, <laughs> it's a typical cliche. You know, back in my day, we always had a designated driver. 
The designated driver wasn't the one that wasn't drinking. He was just the one that was willing to roll the dice that night, you know, and that's how shit went back then. Okay, and that's how we mm. that's how we survived. That's how we rolled back in the early 2000s. There was no social media like today. Life was lived in the fucking moment. You needed adrenaline. People too, took Xanax and triple C's. It was a crazy time, <laughs> okay? Many died taking fucking Xanax and shit. It's an epidemic. Then the opiates came, mm. Percocets, uh, Oxycodons. And what? Is that a song? The song, the song. Yeah. It, how does I, it go? How does it go? Uh, Percocet. Molly Percocet. No? Percocet. no? I don't know. I don't, I don't listen to that kind of music. Okay. That kind of music is uh, not my cup of tea. Okay. You know, you know what I find hilarious when people are like, oh, I don't listen to reggaeton because they talk about sex. And bitch... Bob Dylan was talking about sex and drugs and all this shit. He wasn't he wasn't using this open vocabulary, but you know. I mean, I think I gotta side with the lady that you're talking about here because yeah, you do appreciate a Bob Dylan doing it in a more soother way. So I think you are sort of It's more it's more subtle. No, you're being you're being a but basic it, bitch right now. I am a basic bitch. I listen to Taylor Swift. No, you don't. <laughs> no, but I, I only I, watch I only watch football because of Taylor Swift now. Um. So yeah, I think well, I'll be honest with you. I think alcohol is alcohol. It's it's a bad thing overall. I was gonna say, is it good or bad? Because it's bad. It's bad. It's bad for the wallet. It's very expensive as fuck. Buying a bottle is expensive now. I have bottles here, and sometimes I don't even drink them because it's, I'm like, if if I drink at all, I don't want to spend money to buy a new bottle again. I mean, what, I don't know. What, I'm a cheap. What, I'm a cheap bastard. What kind of fucking bottles are you fucking buying? No, no. I mean. I work in the in the restaurant business, so right. I get uh, I get good prices on certain bottles of of whiskey or or wine. Or All right, whatever. but I mean, if in any case, like I don't really mind drinking at home because I find it that that's like little, that's a little cheap drinking. Like I can even buy a bottle of whiskey. Okay, let's say here I buy a bottle of whiskey thirty euros. I mean, again, this is within my cheap. price range. I'm talking like black label. I'm talking about twelve years. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe you're in another level. Maybe you, you know, you're in San Francisco. So if I'm spending 30 bucks and I'm drinking this tonight, me and my partner, my lady, whoever I like to get wet with, I don't mm -hmm. see it as like a, oh, uh, I think it's even worse when you go out. Like a drink is 15, 20 bucks. I mean, that's a, uh, but maybe, I mean, are you talking about, what type of bottles are you talking about? Maybe you're like, bro, I spent 200 bucks on each bottle. No, 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 no. What's the most you've you ever spent on a bottle? Like a bottle to drink at home, obviously not one in a club or some shit like that. That's stupid. But like one that I drink at home, 40, 50. Okay. I, I haven't had like, I haven't had more expensive whiskey than that. I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong to, but anything over like 100 or 200, I'm like, what What are we even doing? Well, I feel like Blue Label is, 
it's a basic bi bitch drink now because even though it's expensive for you and me, it seems like now everybody has had some. Blue Label's I'm basic not, bitch? I mean, how can I, I put never, it? I never I, even thought I could ever have Blue Label. I, right. I've never had it before because I think and I feel like it's out of my price range. But if you look at, wow, I don't big, know. We, I sound like a basic bitch you're saying. <laughs> Like, hey, I could never dream of blue. I mean, it's 150 for the bottle, right? I mean, right. But not, it seems like everybody has drink it now, except you and I. It could be the case that with 150, you can maybe get like better value for your money than Blue Label. Right. Sometimes for 150, I'd rather buy three bottles of. No, no. Or you can get a 150 dollar bottle of something else, like a Japanese blend. Or some other Scotch shit that like people aren't, you know, Cardu or some shit like people aren't like aware of. May like maybe the blue label is the basic bitch shit. And now maybe. you gotta go a little deeper into the weaves. Let's see. Now I have some some American bourbon that's a little expensive. I, I, again, expensive for my price range. It's like an $80 bottle. Okay. That was gifted to me. I didn't even pay for it. But I've been drinking it slowly because, one, it's hard as fuck. Okay. And, two, it's like, I feel like if I drink this, I'm not going to go out of my way to buy a new one. Even though it's it's good. It's delicious. I have fun with it. But I don't know if I would go buy another bottle. Why not? Because I'm a cheap bastard, maybe. Oh, okay, okay. I think it's it's more of the... I would rather spend that money somewhere else. Right. Well, I mean, you got to also imagine like your life has to do with the things that make you feel better. So maybe the drinks that you're drinking are something you shouldn't invest in unless you prefer not to drink at all and not spend the money. And that's also respectable. Well, would, right now, would you rather save the money from a bottle to buy better uh, herbs, medicinal herbs? Well, I mean, what I do is I do both. You lower the price on both so they they equal to your value? Sure. I mean, I guess, like, yeah, I could buy better liquor and then not spend on other things, I guess. But, I mean, I think with, yeah, with money, you start spending on better things, and that's fine. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that... um but yeah, I mean, we're probably not making sense right now, and everybody's like, "What the fuck are you guys?" Would you about? would you ra uh, let's say you have a party at uh -huh. home, and you buy uh, or you already have like a hundred twenty dollar bottle, a hundred dollar bottle? Would okay. you ration? Uh, uh, would you give out the good stuff or the cheaper stuff? Well, but that's different, right? You're asking if it's for me or for it's for if it's a party. I'm well, giving you. I'm giving you if, what's efficient. If it's for if, me and you, because we're celebrating some shit, I take out the $120 bottle. Like okay. right now I have a Venezuelan rum bottle that could be argued is maybe the best rum bottle you can get from Venezuela. And it's around that price. My sister gifted it to me in Christmas. And I'm saving that for a special moment, you know. Okay. Successful abortion at one point. Whatever, you know. <laughs> Whatever comes, like a thing that's like needs celebration. Now. That's what I say too, but 
when that moment comes, it's like, I don't know if I still want to. Right, I but, then, but said, then you can get other bottles. Like, you could go for, like, a 40, 50, I mean, the thing is, in San Francisco, prices are probably, like, like even higher than what I'm, th- I mean, like, I'm thinking a black label in San Francisco is, like, 40 bucks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, like, what I'm thinking here, like, 40, 50 euros, which could get you, like, a 15-year, 18-year bottle. You're talking over there just basics. When we first moved here, we used to buy a, a, a lot of whiskey. <laughs> we were alcoholics. <laughs> and we sometimes we find uh, this, this little liquor shop that would give out one, uh, buy one, get one half. So we did a, a lot of that at the beginning. And which our, bottle was it? Uh, what was it? I think it was uh, Buchanan's. No. 12 years. Yeah. Okay. The green one. Well, I think that's bad. respectable. I'll, I'll tell you, even if I become like rich, I, I, I'm still, I'm not better than, than a 12-year Black Label Buchanan's bottle. Who am I? Like, who, who the fuck do I think I am? Wouldn't you buy like a, I don't know, Crown Royale? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The fuck. I mean, I'm also going to get that. Uh but like, but you're not gonna see me like at a place with friends and like, oh, we're drinking this. Mm. Oh, get the fuck that away from me! No, man, give me that shit. <laughs> I see. I see that you like that you you buy cheaper to have more for the people. Right? No, motherfucker, I'm just broke now. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, I get, I get what. Like, you know what? I think I'm a person that gets a good value for the price. Hmm. So, yes, it is. I'm, I am trying to save, but I'm also trying to get you better. So, for example, if I have $100 to spend, I'm going to make sure those 100 gets us the best quality. I'm not just going to okay. spend it stupidly. I'm going to find the best way to get that money's worth. I'm going to squeeze it. Like, I feel like like maybe like a great-great-grandpa was Jewish or something. Just managerial, administrative type things. So with $100, you would buy, let's say, three bottles and have a longer party? Well, it depends. With 100, with 100 bucks, I mean, I, I guess, again, in San Francisco, it's a little more expensive. But ideally, with 100 bucks, you can get three bottles, ice. Mm. Uh, no, no. Not in San Francisco. No, no. Here you get two bottles. Back in the day, it. you and me in 2007... <laughs> A hundred bucks, we will fucking come through. But ideally, you get a couple of bottles, ice mixers, and a few cases of beers. Oh, you're not you're not getting that shit with a hundred dollars. Not not a hundred bucks. Not here. here. Yeah, not here. Not either. But uh, but yeah, two hundred bucks. Okay, two hundred bucks. In in uh in our youth, in our youth, a hundred bucks. I mean, you remember how much we could do with a hundred bucks? With a hundred bucks, we were. We were doing damage, and we were a lot, and we did of, it, and we did it. We would collect money around. I remember collecting like even like forty eight bucks, and just coming through hard. Because I remember I, Chef Maurice was one of the first ones to become twenty one, so he would buy the liquor. This is important. You need to have roles in the, in the different sort of nucleus of of power that you have when you're growing up. And we were. First, I, he doesn't want to say he's humble. We ran that town. I remember when we did our, uh, what was that shit that we did after Homecoming. we graduated? 
No, 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 no homecoming. Uh, prom. 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 I remember we we ran that shit. Like we bought kegs. Even yeah, the even even there were the small kegs. Yet we we came through for we the bought peeps. the motherfucking kegs. We bought rum. We bought whiskey. We bought vodka. We brought it, and people knew what we were about. You remember how people were giving us twenty dollars here, twenty dollars. Uh, this is my part, and then we—I don't know how much we collected, but it was a lot, and we bought a shitload of. Yeah, let's say beverage. we we were sort of the shepherds of the liquor, and we would come through. Chef Marie's uh, mom worked no, no, at, no, at no, an no. event company, <laughs> and we would steal a lot of the liquor there. And then my mom would buy us liquor because she didn't know the laws in the American system. So she didn't know she was risking going to jail for intoxicating a bunch of minors. It's been over 13 years. It doesn't really matter at this stage. Uh, I think all the crimes have been absolved. But yeah, fun times, great days, very, very dangerous. And, well, uh, it, it, makes you, it, it makes you think of how our culture kind of revolves around drinking and alcohol because I've been, I've, I've been out with people from India that, uh, that usually don't drink this much. Um, people from, I don't know, Pakistan or, or, or they, they don't drink as much as we do. And they're, they're amazed by how much we can drink and handle and make a fool out of ourselves. You felt that they like they look at you like, damn, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yes, I, I've been judged by how much we drink. Okay, like, so you Americans, you consider an American to them? I guess because I'm blanquito. You're blanquito, yeah. But I mean, you're white, but you look like you got a like a thing, like a like, you like come a tumbao. From, yeah, like, like a, you come from a place with communism. <laughs> You just got it in you, them eyes and shit. Okay, okay, okay. It's an no. eyes, Chico. Okay, and so what do you feel? Like, for example, do you see yourself moving to a place, a community that doesn't allow drinking? You know, you have mm. a kid now. You're more of a family man now. You, you're telling me yourself, you're not even drinking that much. You're saving the bottle for later, for later, and then later never comes. Later never comes. Are you thinking maybe, fuck, I could go to a place. It's beachside, very family-friendly, no drinking. So, sometimes I don't want it to be family-friendly. Okay. Okay. So this is where I want to get to. I want to get to the little nitty-gritty. <laughs> go on. Sometimes I don't need. You can keep the drinking away, but maybe some... Some other kind of party can go on. Okay. A swingers party. So sometimes you want to get it wild. <laughs> I understand in Key West there's a swingers community where they do all types of wild shit. Which I heard fine, the other right? day like a little like a little fun fact you could do. You could go and hire. Only. Oh shit. Dumb. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> you you could go hire. A prostitute. Dress her up as your wife. Hmm. Go to a swingers party. Right. And, and fuck some random dude's wife while he fucks some whore. <laughs> and you could do that. That's not illegal. No, I, I, that's actually a pretty fucking great idea. 
So, yeah, just for those uh, people out there, just, you know, we're always giving little notes, <laughs> little pointers. I, I wish, sometimes I wish I was back in my 20s and see what kind of crazy shit I can come up with. Because back then I was like maybe too afraid. But now it's like looking at all these fucking great ideas. Yeah, yeah. You look at it now with your, your mind today. And and, right. uh, and you're like, damn, if I had this mind and not the retarded mind I had then, right? So dumb. I mean, I was, I was afraid of dying when I was 20, 21. Really? I didn't want to fucking die at that I'm age. A, I'm afraid of dying now. Then I was like, you just... I mean, now it's a constant reminder <laughs> that I'm 35 and I, I might die right. any it's, second. It's halfway. Back then, it's halfway. Back, Back then it was like, I'm 21. I, I haven't even uh, fucked a bitch yet. Bro, the other day I had to go, like, I just went to, like, the urologist. This is very personal. And I was just, like, you know, just getting things checked just to make sure, you know. And it was, like, a pretty good place, right, where, like, they're going to do all these tests and shit. And one of the tests they're going to do is, like, it's like a neuronal that measures the speed and the pressure of your pee. Mm. So, and apparently from that they're gonna determine things. And I'm like, since that moment, I've been going to the bathroom. I'm like, I'm thinking, Damn, <laughs> do I do I have a weak stream? You know. So like, I'm thinking, now fuck. Like, the, I guess I'm just saying that to to say, this is the mindset that I have, right? Like, I'm thinking, like, oh, what should I do to make sure that you know, go check my, you know. My, my urinals and shit, like check all the organs inside, make sure that my stream is good, make sure that my my testicles are fine. Because the men at a certain age, you need to check your testicles, you need to get a little finger up your ass, make sure your prostate is good. Because that prostate comes back to kill you, literally and figuratively. Now, the question, I don't know. The question is, how how's your stream? Is it supposed to be... Hard streams, low stream. Well, this is the thing. From when when I went in and they asked me about, it, I was like, "Oh, I think I have a nor." And are you peeing in front of somebody that's looking at that shit? Well, I saw the machine because it's in the bathroom. Okay, it's a machine. It, it, okay. It, it, imagine like imagine what you would think of as a Japanese urinal. <laughs> of course, yes. like a Japanese <laughs> urinal that has all these lights and buttons, and like a little infrared thing that when you pee. It measures like uh, just with the infrared. It knows how fast and how strong your your pee is. So now I'm feeling self conscious when I go to pee. I'm like, this is a little piece of shit stream pee that I'm you know like I don't have. I want a strong you know like a like a like you know like when you would grab the hose as a kid and you would mm. like pinch it and just get. I want a pressure washer, you know, stream, but. Sometimes I go to the bathroom and I uh, and public restrooms and I listen to other people's pee and I'm like, damn, this shit's strong. How come okay, mine okay. doesn't sound like that? Oh, okay, okay. So you had this conversation before. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. So I well, thought about this. So you might be, you might take <laughs> use of going to a place like this. They'll measure your stream. Right? Okay. And these are the things you can do now. Like for for people out there, what should somebody else between thirty and forty years old do? You should start getting, getting your body checked <laughs> so that you can revert any issues early on. 
It's not the same if your doctor tells you, okay, today, right? Like, I'm going to go in a few days, do a few tests, she's going she's gonna to give me the results, right? She's going to be like, okay, you're, what, 34, almost 35? Yeah, okay. You have a little bitch weak-ass dream, let me tell you. It's actually pretty sad. Um, the good news is you came early. Mm. If you would have come at 50, well, we can't really help you. But you come at 35... And we understand early on, okay, you have a little bitch pussy ass stream. <laughs> now we can, we can, you know, start moving forward. Okay, what can we do to make you less of a little bitch, <laughs> right? So, I don't know. I just wanted to share that because that's where I'm at. Like, getting my stream I, checked. I have heard that there are people who struggle with their pee. So, they only pee like little droplets. Like, but I, I, does that have to do with the, um, the, uh, I prostate? forgot the name, Pro, prostate. It could be. Like, I didn't know. This is a whole world. And I didn't even know. You can know have this. an enlarged prostate. You can have an enlarged prostate, and that's a bad thing. So <laughs> they're going to check that too. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess if you're 35, you know, also do some blood work. I mean, maybe you're healthy. Maybe you don't look like us, but still. Go out there, get get your shit checked. What, when do you get your prostate check? At forty, or now, I, or just for fun? <laughs> you do it now. <laughs> I told them just to do it twice. Oh, oh, you did it already? No, I didn't do it. They didn't no, ask no. me to. But if they ask but you're me, like, hey, I think today they have do. a blood exam. Okay. And then if that blood exam doesn't come out good, then they do the the physical one. But in any case, it's like forty five years old. But okay. I'll be honest with you, at this stage, if it's going to help me from not dying, you know, I stick it Absolutely. up my ass. I don't care. Yeah. Like, oh, Kiko, we have to do it twice. <laughs> okay. Monday and Wednesday. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Why? I don't get it. You, can you do this one? No, we have to do it twice. Two different people. <laughs> do you know here, do you think that here in San Francisco, there's a big uh, population of, of, of people who has already been checked for the prostate? <laughs> that's that's a bad joke. I mean, for people that don't get it, he's trying to say that the large community of gay people in San Francisco have been checked. No, because anal sex doesn't count for a prostate exam. I mean, just yeah, I guess. Unless no, you, unless you're a doctor for, unless you're an urologist and you're gay, <laughs> then the people that you sleep with, you can be like, hey, by the way, nice fuck. Your prostate is enlarged. It's big. Um, you should get it checked. Actually, I remember watching a show, um, uh, Nip Talk, okay. where one of the doctors, it's like one of this uh, Mujeriego kind that he fucks around. Uh -huh. And he fucked this, this girl and he grabbed her, her boob. And he's like, after the sex, he's like, great, amazing. I think you might have a lump. In your breast, go get go get a check. He's like and, a doctor uh, too. He's a doctor. Well, he's he's doing cocaine, having sex, and performing his duties all at once. I like that. He's a, he's a great doctor. A nice blowjob. I think you have a cavity. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm efficient. I'm always on the job. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> always on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> I took the oath. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
15 years ago oh, to always serve. Oh my God. All right. No, I mean, that's. that's if you're a woman, get your, your breast checked. Yeah. That's important. And if you're a man, get your little bolitas, your balls. It's important. And, and sometimes when you're taking a shower, you will Just, have your, your scrotum, it's a little thinner. Do, mm -hmm. a little, do, do a little ground check. Ever, ever since I found out that there was such thing as testicular cancer, I do check my, my own bolitas, yeah. my own balls. You got to check your balls, smell them. Take a little sniffy, sniffy. You know, see what's going on there. <laughs> it's important. I think I you think should you should smell everything. One just in the, case. One of the things that we can get into eventually with some merch is like like a type of lotion or foam or or you know balm that you put in your balls for smell. Like a good smell balm. Because imagine like imagine you're about to get lucky. You're a twenty one okay. year old kid. Never had a venereal disease. <laughs> okay. And you're about to get lucky. That girl pulls down your pants. And you got that bomb, that broski doodles bomb. Smelling good as fuck. You're getting you're getting the, the good one. Mm. You're getting that double that double or whammy. You, or you weren't planning on getting lucky that night and you bring the girl back home. You just go like, hey babe, I gotta go to the restroom really quick. And then just caress your your uh your ball sack with the prosecutorial bomb. bomb. Okay. I mean, this, yeah, you could do it before you leave or if you're a little risky. Right before. Right before is even better. It's a little more. Damn, it's fresh. It's fresh. Like, damn, what's that? It has a little, like, a little mint flavor to it. <laughs> what kind of smell should we have? I think it has to be like a manly, a good manly smell. A little like minty, wood. a little minty, but a little tropical. So people can be like, oh, okay. it's the Caribbean. A little rummy, a little Paco Rabanne. <laughs> <laughs> what about some food smells? Uh, Definitely not fish. Definitely not fish. The mango delicious. <laughs> I don't know, like chuleton. That's a little weird. It's a little weird. No, not foods, but more like. Yeah, minty, maybe a little tropical, fruity. And, okay. you know, you got to invite not just the girls. I mean, there's guys that listen to us that are into, like, the homoerotic stuff. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. also want your friend Jimmy to have a nice time when he's down there. You want Jimmy to be like, damn, what is this? You know, <laughs> you want to be like, damn, fruity, I like it. Fruity pebbles, you know. Fruity pebbles. Yeah. Good smell. For example. All right. Well, I want, the, I want the people at home to let us know what they think of that. What do you guys think in general of, of, yeah, of these topics? Uh, I've mentioned in the past episodes, it would be nice if you can leave a nice review on iTunes, on Spotify. We've had some bad actors leave bad reviews. It's dropping down the average. And, and it really hurts me. It's like a thing that hurts like my feelings type shit. So, so, you know, leave a review there. Subscribe. We're on all the platforms. And we take a lot of effort to do all of this. Chef Maurice needs to buy a new hat for every episode. There's a lot of things that go behind the scenes. And I yeah, appreciate it. A little love. Keep it real. Keep it gangster. Keep it Gucci.